Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 330. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. As always, I'm joined by our sponsor, Blueprint MCAT, and one of their amazing live online instructors. If you haven't checked out the live online course, go do so right now over at blueprintmcat.com. You can also sign up for a free account where you get access to their amazing study planner tool, half-length diagnostic, a free full-length exam, and so much more. Again, check them out, blueprintmcat.com. This week, we're going into something that is free MCAT prep, one of the most effective ways to prep for the MCAT, and something that you can do on your own by getting some friends, and that is forming study groups. That's what we're going to talk about today. Nicole, welcome back to the MCAT podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Excited to record another episode here. Yeah. Uh, Last week, we covered the top five biggest mistakes that pre-meds make when prepping for the MCAT. This week, I want to talk about probably one of the most overlooked, uh, I don't know, most beneficial um, <laughs> ways to prep for the MCAT that doesn't cost a dime, and that is with a study group. Talk about yeah. the, uh, the effectiveness of a study group and, and why... Why, why are they so effective? Yeah, I think having a study group or a study buddy um, is really, it can be really, really helpful. It's not to say that if you don't have a study group, if you don't have a study buddy, if you're the only pre-med you know, um, right, we'll talk about what to do. That might be the case as well. Um, but it can be really, really helpful. Um, and I'll, I'll speak from experience here because I had a study buddy during my MCAT prep. Um, my partner and I both studied for the MCAT at the same time. Um, like basically minute for minute, um, like every full length, you know, like sat, you know, in the same library, same test day, same test time. Um, and it was so, so helpful. Um, there's, there's a few reasons. Um, one, because, uh, spoiler alert, uh, for the MCAT is kind of hard. <laughs> it can be kind of difficult. It doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be terrible, um, but it takes a lot of effort, right? It takes a lot of your time. 
Um, and so I think not only can it be difficult to keep up that effort and to sustain that motivation over time, um, right? It can also be lonely or isolating. I don't want anybody's MCAT prep to be lonely or isolating for them. You should all be still taking time to spend with family, with friends, um, you know, on your off day from studying each week, right? Making fun plans, building in that time is really important. Um, but sometimes it just helps to have someone who understands what you're going through and that you can talk to about, you know, the worries you have, or if you're struggling with a topic, right, maybe that person can help explain it to you, um, and vice versa. I think there's so many benefits to being able to connect with other people that are studying for the MCAT at the same time as you, whether that's virtually, um, which is definitely an option out there, um, or if you're somebody like me who literally, like, in-person like moment for moment, um, study with the same person, right? Because when I would wake up and I wouldn't want, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to do my full length practice <laughs> exam today, um, right? You would have to deal with the uh, the social shame of saying to the other person, "What if we don't do our practice test today?" Um, yeah. It really helped keep me in line and keep up my motivation um, because it wasn't just me, right? Two people would have to fall off the wagon in order for the studying to not get done that day. That accountability is is huge. Do you think do you think that's also potentially why students don't seek out study groups? Is they're afraid of that accountability? They're afraid of showing up and going, okay, let's do full length exams. And then you have two people, four people, and it's like, what'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? And it's like, oh, I don't want to show. <laughs> I want to tell you. There's there's yeah. there's some shame and fear built into study groups as well, potentially. Yeah, I definitely think that can that that can be difficult, right? Especially if you know you're with a group and let's say you're all studying the same amount, right? And people are getting different scores, um, right? That's totally normal. That's totally natural. Different people have different strengths. You know, some people are going to score better in one section. Your friend might score better in a different section. Um, so I'd say that's probably one of the bigger dangers of study group is like, you know, comparison as a thief of joy, right? And not being able to look at your own progress um, without comparing yourself to your study buddies. So I think for me, I was lucky that at the end of the day, my partner, I ended up with um, the same exact MCAT score. So in the case, you know, it's, I think if you are like, quote, evenly matched with someone, it might take away some of those difficulties. So I would encourage students to be mindful of that risk, right? Of if you are somebody who you feel like like this sort of comparison might be difficult to you, right? Maybe there's a goal within your group that you don't actually share what scores you get, right? Maybe somebody just shares, oh, I improved two points from my last exam, right? And so you can still kind of maybe share that joy together while being mindful of each other that like it is not, you know, that they're, it's not some like horrible failing if you see your friends studying the same amount as you and getting a better score, right? Like, I would expect that to hurt a little bit for most people, like for that to take some energy away, right? Of trying to not be jealous. It's hard. It can be hard. Um, so I think you can have a study group while still like in while still acknowledging these things of like, you know, we we should we are all on our own journey, but we're showing up here to support each other. So whatever way your group decides for that to work, um, I think just you should be open, openly communicating and understand that like, if you want a group like that, like I think if somebody, if, I mean, speaking purely for myself, if I was in a study group and someone was like, hey, let's not share scores, let's only share score changes. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I'd be like, that's a great idea, <laughs> right? Just because it's one less thing to worry about. Yeah. So setting up boundaries potentially when first setting up mm-hmm. that study group. What are some initial kind of responses uh, or, or initial kind of ways that a student can go and, and get 
some responses from other students that are like, hey, I'm interested in a study group. Here are my thoughts. Here are my boundaries. Uh, let's let's do it. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think um, certainly if you're taking a course, like for example, if you're a Blueprint student, right, you could literally just message. Like we have a Discord. Um, you could say, hey, who wants to form a study group? Um, I watched a conversation like that unfold literally earlier today, and you'll probably get some responses of me. I have the same test date as you. Great, let's be virtual study buddies, and we're gonna Zoom this time a week. You know, we're gonna have you know kind of silent study sessions together. You know, we're both on the same Zoom call to hold ourselves accountable. Um. You know, so I think those kind of virtual options are definitely out there. Like, if you're taking a course, you know, try to connect with other students in your course. Um, if you're not taking a course and you don't know any pre-meds, I'd say that's probably the hardest position to be in. Um, I think there's definitely people online. Um, like, I think, Dr. Gray, like your Facebook group, I think I've seen students asking about study groups, um, you know, maybe online forums. Though, of course, you know, yeah. you know, be careful out there. Um <laughs> But you could, you know, that I guess that that is an option. I don't know if there's students. I I, I don't per- personally know anybody who's like made a group that way. Um, but it's definitely possible. It definitely happens. Um, I think if you are an undergrad, hopefully, you know, maybe you know some other pre-meds. Of course, that's the easiest scenario here is you just get your friend or you get your partner, right? And you are and you are study buddies together. Um, I think reaching out to your pre-health office could also be really powerful, right? Your pre-health office probably knows other people, right? If your school has like a pre-health newsletter and you're still an undergrad, um, or even if you've recently graduated, um, right? But there might be other people who are at your school who are studying at the same time as you who might be, you know, um, applying like earlier, you know, um, in their education journey than you are, you know, maybe you could put out a blast in your pre-med newsletter and say, Hey, looking for a study group. If you are testing between this date and this date and would like to join a study group, um, fill out this Google form and I will make a group chat. Right. Like that's told, like I would, I would, you know, I feel like people would respond if they saw that in a newsletter. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think using, trying to connect use your school's resources and things like newsletters to kind of put it a PSA. If you don't have anybody you can personally connect with. Um, I feel like another Avenue, if your school has like pre-med organizations, right. Maybe if you're not even, a, even if you're not a part of those organizations, you know, maybe you could reach out and say, Hey, I'm trying to organize this group. Do you know of any members who you think might be interested in? Um, so don't be afraid to do a little bit of outreach in that sense. Um, because I think, you know, I think there's a lot of students out there who want community, right. Um, with other students who are committed, you know, to, you know, not being competitive, but just supporting each other through this process. Um, I think there's a lot of ways. I don't know, Dr. Gray, do you know any other ways people have kind of created these sort of groups? Yeah, I mean, we're uh, obviously from a social media aspect, from a classmates aspect, from just pre-med groups on campus. Uh, it's something that we're um, looking at building into Mapped, so that when you as a student mm-hmm. say, hey, we're looking like I, I'm planning on taking the MCAT this date, we'll be able to potentially say, hey, do you wanna join this uh, this community that we're building, uh, this this one specific group of other students that are taking the tests on that that day or something, and then try to, try to play some matchmaking uh, from that standpoint, <laughs> or even like mm-hmm. let the student pick, like what's your strongest subject and try to pair people together who, um, who have those strengths and weaknesses so that it, it's a, a well-balanced club or group. So that's the yeah, kind of stuff we're, we're thinking about, but yeah, I think it's, I, I think the first step is just putting it out there, right? Go, go anywhere and say, <laughs> go, go to your school's town hall, like the, the big, uh, open courtyard and be like, I'm looking for an MCAT study group. <laughs> 
maybe not. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> or even um, I just had another thought for non-trads, right? Um, maybe if you're a non-traditional student, but let's say, for example, you're doing um, like a hospital volunteer position. Um, when, I, I, when I was a hospital volunteer, um, there was two groups of people. There was lovely retired um, individuals and there were pre-meds. <laughs> and that was pretty much the uh, two groups of people there. So, you know, that might also be another opportunity I said, even if you, let's say you don't have a connection right to a school to ask about like a newsletter or certain clubs as well, there might be those sort of volunteering opportunities um, that either you're participating in or just like, you know, in your area are like geared towards pre-meds, you know, that maybe once again, even if you're not in that program yourself, if you are great, you know, ask those peers, um, you know, but you could reach out to the director of the volunteering program and saying like, Hey, is like, do you guys have, you know, some sort of newsletter or something? Is there a way I could get in touch? Like I'm looking to, you know, build a study community among pre-health students. And I know you have a lot of pre-health students, um, you know, who you guys work with. What's the worst they can do? The worst they can do is say no. So there's, you know, if you're, if you are non-trad, if you don't have a lot of friends who are pre-med, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, just take a day or two and just put out a bunch of emails and, see what comes back and you know who knows you might find yourself a new a new pre-med bestie you know it it could happen um so you know it's it's good to have support is so important um because mentality mindset staying positive uh it's really big for the mcat because it can be hard to do so make sure you have people in your corner and if there's a few pre-meds that you can throw in there um that can help too all right there you have it Hopefully, you will learn today that study groups are a very effective form of MCAT prep and will help you maximize your MCAT score, maximize your MCAT study effectiveness, and uh, make some new friends in the process. Don't forget to check out BlueprintMCAT.com. Blueprint MCAT, our sponsors for the MCAT podcast. Go check them out. Again, BlueprintMCAT.com. Sign up for that free account. Get access to all of their amazing free resources. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT podcast. This is MedEd Media.